This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Hockey. My favorite. It's Judd's Hockey Show. It's like he's from a different generation. You know, kind of his personality, his jokes, his his way around the room. Um, You can kind of tell he grew up in an NHL locker room with an NHL dad um, and mom. And it's, it's, uh, you know... it's just different, and I, I think it's um, kind of a, you know, he knows when to have a good time, and he knows when to, you know, there's no BS. Sounds like me. And uh, he's not afraid to call people <laughs> on things, and, and he plays an honest game, and he's an honest person. So um, we love having him around. Wild GM, Wild GM Bill Guerin talking about uh, Marcus Foligno and the contract extension that Foligno uh, signed on Tuesday. We are recording this on Wednesday. We have a lot to get to, including Wild and NHL predictions. Season kicks off on Wednesday today, and the Wild will begin its season at 9 o'clock against the Kings on Thursday. Declan, it's finally back. We finally have, at least starting off, God willing we get through it, right. the National League, the National Hockey League 56-game season has arrived. Finally, hockey is here in a truncated form, and I don't care. And also, I'm cool with uh, 56 games. We've been trying to get the NHL to get the number of games I told down you. for years. We, I told we had this discussion what a couple weeks ago. I love this. We're going to have we're going to have games that from game one when teams start today yep. are going to be meaningful. Yep. And and because it's going to all be in division games, mm-hmm. we're going to have some true bad blood and hate. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be fun. There is there is nothing, there is no fault for playing through a pandemic that I find with this. Ba- baseball, I, I thought 60 was not enough. Yeah. Like I was, I thought, play 100 or something, right? No complaints here. Zero complaints. I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm ready for hockey. Marcus Foligno, three years, 9.3 mil, mm-hmm. w- which is a slight raise. Yeah. Uh, from the contract that he is currently playing under. And by the way, he will complete the last year of his contract this year, and then this contract extension kicks in next season. An average annual value of 3.1 mil. This is a guy who I think we both agreed had a very good chance uh, before Jared Spurgeon was named captain of the Wild to be captain. He is not a star player, but he is a really hardworking third-line wing who, as Bill Guerin said, Remind you of a player from a different era as far as the size and physicality and, if he needs to, willingness to fight as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I like this. and In fact, this only emboldens my thought that if this was going, if you knew that he was going to sign before the season started, it 
further takes me down the road of, I think this guy would have been a hell of a choice to be your captain. Yeah, I, and we, we, we made our case that he could, he could have made a very good captain for the Wild, and I know some people are maybe thinking, whoa, 3.1, and it's also his salary is kind of truncated. It's a little different. He, he actually saves a little bit money of this year, or he only gets like a $900,000 bump for this season. Mm-hmm. Russo had this report in his contract mm-hmm. breakdown, and it just goes slightly up over the next two years, and with escrow, that's actually a good thing to have happen. So in three years from now, you would hope, God willing, that finances and things as we get back to normal three years from now from a financial standpoint, that his contract hit really won't be that big of a deal. Yes, he's a bottom six forward, and this is a very classic old-school Chuck Fletcher move of criticism of what you're really going to give a multi-year contract to a bottom six guy. But I think Marcus Foligno earns this contract. He also is someone who is a big part of that room. Bill Guerin thinks the world of him. Um, this was a good sign by the Wild, and I, I'm, I'm glad he's locked up. It makes things a little more complicated in the expansion draft, but also that's that's just it's, that's the case, man. Who's like, protected now? Well, I think you're going to have to go away from the uh, the what the the six three and one model, and now you're going to have to do the eight total skaters. Yeah, because basically, well, this depends on one player though, Dumba. 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 And like look, you're gonna lose someone of importance again. Like like there's no getting around it. Do you unless you want to make a backdoor trade again? And do you want to make a backdoor no. trade again? Hell no. So this is a good issue for the wild to have. And I love Felino's quote too, said that good. If if I'm if I'm um if if I, I want to make a case, I'm paraphrasing here, but I want to make a case for them to keep me and not expose me, and that's and I want that challenge. So I bet I, they're gonna I, expose I this guy. To hear that. I, or, I wait, I, I bet they're going to keep him, protect Felino. And unless his play and attitude picks up a ton, Jordan Greenway yeah, Greenway is, is going to be the one they would want to get taken. Yes. And also— And you know yeah. what? Expansion team-wise, he's fine. Yeah. But I'm just saying, unless unless Greenway—if Greenway comes back and plays like Felino did in year two here, because mm-hmm. his first year when he got traded from Buffalo to here was not great. Yeah, I was not year. impressed. Yeah. Um, but he came back in year two and really, really changed— I thought his approach to the game and how he played. If Greenway drastically changes things, then he does get protected. But I think as we sit here right now, if you had to draw up the list, Dumba still on the roster. I think the guy that they would dangle the most in hopes of being taken is Jordan Greenway. I agree, man. I, I think uh, he's probably going to, he, ha- he has the most to prove, and I'm really glad we're doing uh, wild season predictions because we're going to have uh, things to talk about. Actually, here. you know what? We we should do this at least once every couple of weeks during the course of the 2021 season decks, protected lists, and just change them. Yeah. Because they're going to change. Right. Kind of like what we, we, we did this on Mackie and Judd with the playoff rotation. Yes. Yeah, I remember we were always our protected it. list. Eat Our protected list Every other week. All right. I love it. On-air reading. I like Because if Greenway comes back and plays hard and plays well, right. he's protected for sure. Right. I'm just saying right now, in my opinion, he's not. I agree. All right. Season predictions, both league-wide and wild. Yes. Um, let's start with this. The, the one-year <laughs> West Division... <laughs> Which involves um, which involves the likes of the three California teams, which last year were awful. It involves the Coyotes, the Blues, Golden Knights, the Stanley Cup favorite with a lot of people, Avalanche and Wild. You go first. Give me your top to bottom order of prediction on the West Division. 
Top to bottom. Should I, should I do my normal moniker here? Or should I, do you want me to go from the top? Or should I work my way? Go from the top this go from time. The top? Yeah, because by the end, I'm not. It's just ugly. <laughs> you're right. Actually, you're totally right there. It's just Because the bottom three teams are interchangeable. Like, it's just one, yeah, You just two, don't three, care, right? do you? Yeah. All right. Actually, Judd, my pick out of the West this year isn't necessarily the favorite. They could win this division, but I'm going with Vegas. I think Vegas does win this division. Mm. Um, I like what Col- I like Colorado, and, and they, they deserve every right to be in, in the mix there. Uh, Vegas was my pick to win it all last year. I remember. Um, I really like what they've been doing ever since they got into the league. And I think now that they have the stability and they know what they're doing in the back end of their net, I think that's going to be that's gonna be big for them. I think just in general, they're the most well-rounded and put-together team in the NHL. I really, I really think so. You love them. I love them. I'm a big fan of Vegas Golden Knights. Our friend Lindsey Brown, former friend and colleague of Judd's Hockey Show, down there doing a great job covering the Golden Knights in Las Vegas. I'm sure if... Um, we ever wanted to talk more about it? You know, Lynn's would always be game to hop on oh, and talk yeah. some nights or some puck with us. So, absolutely, um, I have the Golden Knights winning this division. I, I think they're my number one. Okay, should I continue down the list? Yeah. Okay. Keep, keep going. S- second is the Colorado Avalanche. Uh, second is the Avs. Yeah, I mean, I you'd be foolish not to put them as one or two. And I, I think I think most people, if if you pulled them, I think over fifty percent would put the Avs to win it. But it's not you know over fifty five or sixty percent. I think a lot of people can make a case that Vegas can still win this division and has every right to do so. Colorado's sweet up up top. I still have some questions in that net. I just don't know if Colorado has has, has the goaltending horses to do it. Their Agreed. defense is damn good. Cal McCarr's awesome. Um but I have I have questions in net. And I, I think that's the one hinge that I that I can't really get all in on them being a Stanley Cup favorite yet. Fair enough. My third team, the Minnesota Wild. I had the Minnesota Whoa. Wild finishing Whoa. finishing in third place in the Western. Oh my God, what are you doing in, in this West division, what? Judd? I have the I I decided. You know what? Screw Did it. Did you get COVID again? And Not well, have COVID, a very COVID high fever right now. Co- oh, okay. I can see where you go. Did there. you get a very um, high fever going? No, 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 no. I, I think Blues. I think St. Louis is coming down a little bit. I think the Blues are coming down to earth. Coming down to earth hard. What the hell happened to Jordan Binnington last year? What the hell was that? And maybe yeah, it was just a weird was, thing. Maybe yeah. it was just a weird bugaboo. Yep. Goalies are the weirdest people in but position the wild, in the world. The wild is still not there. Oh, like I I, they're I still think, not. Like if they had a center, I might be on this bandwagon with you. Sure. Wow. I okay. really, I really think uh, weird things are going to happen. And oh, there it is. Here we go. All right, Hot Take Cops is recorded on location with the men and women of Sports Talk. All suspects are innocent until proven guilty in Hot Take Court. All right, I'll explain myself. Okay. I'll explain myself a little bit more. Go oh, it's a hot detail. It's a pursuit. Yeah. You're not pulling over. You'll never take me alive. You're not pulling over. Call the police. All right, explain but yourself. But not for me. Um, explain yourself thoroughly here. Sure. I think the Wilds' young talent and Kevin Fiala and, and Kirill Kaprizov are going to take the next step. I think they have the best defensive core in the league. And Cam Talbot, I'm not expecting to be a Vesna candidate. But here's the thing, people. And I know a lot of people are ragging Cam Talbot for the contract. And, oh, is he really the number one guy? He really has one season of a really good body of work. Outside of that, he's been an average goaltender. That's exactly what I'm looking for. An average goaltender after what has happened to the Wild last year. The statistics and the analytics say it was the goaltending that was holding the Wild back last year. The Wild were overachieving despite horrible play in goaltending. And we did this, I did. I showed you this exercise two or three months ago. The Wild's goaltending is going to be better next year. I don't see any scenario where it's the exact same. You did tell me that last so year. So if they are league average, if Camp Talbot goes, you know, 
let's say he wins 20 games and he has a 2.5 GAA and a 9.08 save percentage, 9.10 save percentage. Gotta be that's going to be infinitely better, and, and the Wild will be already a better team. Okay. Yes, the biggest question here is down the middle. That is that is the biggest question mark, and the most important part of your offense right now is down the middle. Yeah, Nick, Nick Bukestead, Bukestead doesn't do it for John. Nick Bukestead does not do it. God bless him, he doesn't do it God for God bless Nick Benino and, and, and Joel Eriksson. And a third-line guy, but, ideally. Uh, I understand. And hey, you know what? Things are going to get crazy. Things can get crazy. Right, There's so still you a trade the wild deadline. Third. I have the wild third. Okay. I have the wild third. They're your predictions. They are mine. Just These don't forget just. That, that we that, need to save them. Yep, yep. Old takes exposed. Old tweets exposed. You can come after me. Yep. It's a lot of people do still to this day for current and old takes. So oh, that's right. totally fine. Fair enough. Who's your fourth team? St. Louis. St. Louis. Okay. I have the St. Louis Blues. I still think um, they'll be one of those teams that does get in. Um, they're, they're still a good team. I, just, I think they're going to come down, come down to earth just just a tad. So I, I, have, I have them coming down to fourth. If Biddington bounces back, which I think he should, uh, and I guess their, their backup goaltender now that Jake Allen's been traded to Montreal, I guess they've got, he's pretty good. Uh, and the Mike Hoffman contract, and because he came to training camp on a PTO, yep. he can score yep. and be on the power play. That's where I'm intrigued by the Blues. I get it. And so, look, they, they, they very well could be, one. Well, they should be one of the top three teams in this division. They should be. I if just they're, think if they are fourth, it'll be, it'll be a major surprise, I think. Yeah, I agree. So I, I have all right, and then after that we begin to get into the dreck of the West. And, and look, I'll have Arizona next, just by default. Yeah, um, I, agree with I, I think they're a nice team. I just I don't think that they have enough. Darcy they have a new Kemper. GM though, and now is Tockett yeah. going to be the guy? It's a very weird, and plus it's a weird franchise. Yeah, I like Clayton Keller a lot. You know, I, I like Clayton Keller. I think Phil the Thrill is a couple hot dogs too deep in his career at this point. Clayton um, Keller has to bounce back a bit, if I recall correctly, though. I don't think he had a great. Correct. He's still young. He's a 22 year old kid. Um, I, 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 I like what he had. Darcy Kemper had a nice season, obviously. I like some of the stuff they're doing. I'm not sure how stable they are. Sure. So I, I have them. I have them. Uh, that would be fifth. Okay. And then I, I just went Sharks, Kings, Ducks. Does that part even matter? Like, you know, does no. It, does it... <laughs> no, not unless California, one of them. California, California, California. Well, here's the thing. Can the Sharks bounce back a bit, or can the Kings, who have a ton of young yeah. prospects, develop? My my best. I think the Ducks are. I think the Ducks are definitely a year out. I, I feel. And I feel bad for Gibson because Gibson's gonna. If anything, if anything, Gibson will carry them. That'll be like an old school Jacques Lemaire team that literally scores one goal a game and wins two to one. What one if nothing. Colorado made a big trade with the with the Ducks? I could see that. Uh, but of of the Sharks, Kings, and Ducks, I think the team that maybe will outperform or who has the best, I think it's San Jose. I think San Jose is going to be that team. I still think there's enough Vander talent Kane. there. Yeah, Vander Kane, Couture is still. Who's I love Logan Couture. Yeah, dude, what the hell? How do you go? Back? I don't know. I mean, I don't I, know. It's sad. I'm not going to try to go there either. But yes, that is that <laughs> that, that that is my division. So I go Golden okay. Knights, Avs, yep. Wild, yep. Blues, Yotes, Sharks, Kings, Ducks. All right, fair enough. I will blow through mine. Um, I am going to go my first place team, Abs. I agree with you on goaltending and what Grubauer got hurt, I think, in the outdoor game last year. Uh, and I, I'm not sold that he's great, but I think he can be solid because, as you said, the defensive core in front of him looks like it is fantastic. Here's the incredible thing. The Abs, if I'm not mistaken, have three more years of Nathan McKinnon at an average a- annual Contract of six point three million. His that's, AAV is six point three million dollars. That's a bargain. He's one of the best, if not the best player, top three player right. in this league. Right. You've got Landon Skog, your guy, Miko <laughs> Rantanen, um, Makar. The firepower is outlandish, outlandish. 
and, and I think I think worst case and goal that they've got the collateral to probably go make a trade yep. before the deadline uh, to get goaltending help if that becomes necessary and if Grubauer struggles. But so I've got Colorado first. I've got your Golden Knights second. They've added some players. Here's the thing. They are lacking at the same place the Wild is a little bit. Center. Sure. Now, I, I don't think they're as destitute as the Wild is at this point, uh, but I do have questions about that. The goaltending should be strong. The blue line, for sure, should be strong. So I've got Vegas second. Third, I'm going Blues. Mm-hmm. I think Bennington bounces back. The Hoffman deal, to me, is a great contract because they basically – get a guy that can score and can play on the power play consistently, uh, probably the top power play um, all of the time. So the Mike Hoffman contract fell basically into their lap because of teams being up against the salary cap and or not wanting to spend as much. So I've got Colorado, Vegas, the Blues, and then the Wild Fourth. Okay, And I will say this again. If you're a Wild fan and you start to curse the 9 o'clock starts, look where they could have been. The central. I will take the the West is the West is arguably the worst division that has been assembled for 2021. Right? Yeah. Like if you so yeah. if you start to Definitely. be like, oh man, there you know it's another nine o'clock faceoff. Just be quiet for one second, and if you're a wild fan, count your lucky stars because they could very well be the fourth place team, not based on being that great. Yeah. But based on their division, okay? This was a gift. Exactly right. This was a gift. Exactly right. So I go Avs, Golden Knights, Blues, Wild, and then I'm with you, I think, completely. Arizona, San Jose, the Kings, and the Ducks. And and the Kings intrigued me just a little bit because in the past four draft drafts, plural, I'm sorry, they've had 11 picks in the first and second rounds. So if those kids start to kick in and play well, it could change things. And if Quick plays well in goal, um, the Sharks, the Sharks, I'm with you on the fact that they probably, of the three California teams, got the best opportunity right away to be yeah. more competitive yeah. than we think. But the Sharks sort of bore me. The Kings <laughs> don't. But yes, being in the West Division for one year is a gift. Is. You were given a gift. So appreciate that. All right, next, let's go on to our wild season predictions. All right, my friend. All right, let's start, and I'll I'll start with this one. The team leader in goals, and I'm not going to give you um, statistics on assists or points, but I will on this. The team leader in goals for the wild in 2021 will be Kevin Fiala. And this is actually a conversation, but I'm going to go with Fiala with 22. All right. 22 goals in 56 games. Kevin Fiala will lead this team in goal scoring. 22 for 22. I like that. Mm -hmm. I like that. I thought of that, too. There you go. My turn? Yep. All right. Goals. I'm going with with the Rook. I'm going with Kaprizov. See, that's the conversation. I think think Kirill Kaprizov is going to score a lot of goals. Um, I'll I'll put a number on it and and say also 22. I think 22 is the fair amount. I don't want to say 25. Yeah. That's that's a lot of goals. That's that's insane. That's a 40-goal pace over 82 games. That'd be pretty good Um, to see. I think even with the lack of a true number one center, this kid's just going to have a knack of scoring goals. I really think so. Maybe Again, maybe that might be an old take exposed that comes back. Of, no, of I, no, I think you're right. I think he has a knack for the net, yep, man. And I think he's you're got right. a howitzer of a shot. We've been hearing about it for years. I think Kirill Kaprizov leads this team in goals. 
No, I, I think that, that's fair. And I gave this some thought because I think it's going to be close. Um, if, and this is true for Kaprizov and Fiala, if someone can get them the puck. But here's the thing to keep in, in mind. Don't, um, don't sell short the amount of assists and primary assists that these guys could get from the defenseman. Okay. So it yeah. might not be the center. It right. might it might be from the blue line. All right, assists. I am going to go, and I think this guy will play. I think he'll play wing to start the season, oh. but I think he might. I think he's going to end up having to play some center as well. I'm going to go. The wild leader in assists will be Marcus Johansson. Interesting, Marcus Johansson, because I I really believe that when they've got um, Bukestad on the first line. Mm-hmm. And then you've got Benino on the second, and Benino probably more suited for the third. I, I think at some point in time that, despite the fact that Johansson is almost certainly a more effective wing than center, that he's going to have to play the pivot some. So the assist leader for the Minnesota Wild will be Marcus Johansson. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, I have a I have a take to bring about Marcus Johansson later as we get into our predictions, but um, that's, that's an interesting one. Hmm. I'm trying to figure out... Hmm. Like, could it be a defenseman? That's where I'm going. I, I believe that Suter led them with 40 assists yeah. in the uh, truncated season last year. But I thought that, that that might be boring. So I'm trying to throw in a guy who's going to be new to the roster. Okay. Uh, I'm going with Jared Spurgeon, actually. I think okay. Jared Spurgeon like will, will, lead, will lead this team in assists. Um, he's a little more comfortable now. He's got this captaincy on him. Got a light, nice long contract. This is a guy that can play all five all, all five strengths on the ice. I think Jared Spurgeon is going to be actually the guy who ends up leading the team in points. Suter's like probably, it. I think, your favorite. I just didn't want to say That's Suter. sort of boring. Yeah, and it's boring. And we like to bring educated, or not educated, sometimes educated. Just hot. But hot. Pipe, pipe, pipe and hot, reckless speculation on Judd's hockey show, Purple Daily, and Mackie and Judd on Score North. So we're not going to give you the lukewarm stuff. Reckless speculation. If you want... Yeah. Reckless speculation. If you want the lukewarm stuff, there's other Minnesota Wild podcasts. Oh, wow. Well, you, you, do do you don't need to do that. But, 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 you don't, you you that was cheap shot. You don't need I'm to do that. Shot you don't need to do that. No, lukewarm, Leave our friends some, alone. Sometimes you need lukewarm stuff. I got to see life. these people in the press yeah, box. No, no. And, and they see us. They know, we're, they know we're friends. They're friends of the show. You don't even you don't know show. that. You don't know that now. You just ripped them. I didn't rip them at all. I didn't rip them at all. Jared Spurgeon. I get more ripped than anyone. All right. So, uh, yeah, Jared Spurgeon with the lead. I like assist. it. What do you got for points? I think I'm going to go boring here. Okay. Zach Parisi. He's healthy. He's going to get points. Um, I, I think that ultimately, if he stays on the first line with Kaprizov, I think Kaprizov's going to take goals away from Zach. But Zach likes to dig. And Zach does work hard, right, for yeah. points. And so I, I think ultimately... I think he's going to pick up the slack assist-wise that probably Bukestad and Benino can't carry, right? Yeah. So it's pretty boring, but I'll go with Zach for the wild 2021 leader in points. I also have Zach. I, 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 think it, I couldn't I think come up with a better one. Yeah, I think it's probably Kaprizov's not going to lead him in points, no, right? I, I, don't and think, I don't think Fiala will. I don't think Fiala Kaprizov will, will tally enough assists to, to put them in the conversation. Nor I, do I, I want him to necessarily. And, and, and I think Zach is going to still score 15 20 goals in this season. You can get a lot of power play goals. He'll still set up a lot of assists. I think it's Zach. I, I think that's fine. All right. Wild MVP. Who is your pick? MVP of this team when the regular season comes to an end after uh, 56 games, Declan. I think, the, I think the MVP is going to be Kirill Kaprizov. Oh, 
I think it's going to be Kaprizov. Yeah, I'm putting, the, I'm you're putting dialing the, the Zolgadian pressure. I'm putting the microscope right on him here, man. I, I think he's going to be everything we hoped and dreamed he would be. Um, I'm excited to see him play. I haven't seen a, I haven't seen him a second on the ice yet, and I'm hoping to be able to do that. He's got the moves. But he can. I skate. saw him on Friday. I, I asked you. I said, "Can the kid skate?" Looks like the dude can. Can yeah. Can I don't skate. know if I would call him fast, and sure. I, I've seen him once. So right. I don't know that if I would call him fast. I would call him incredibly skilled. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah, I got you. I got you. The goal that, that he scored off the stretch pass from Suter, he he went in on Capo Dex, and he literally just basically stopped for a second, and Capo slid left, and he just tucked it in right. It was nice. Yeah, he's that skill. I really think he's going to be the MVP. I really, I really do think so. Like Cam Talbot and goaltending is one of those these weird positions where I, I love you he could that. save it. Yep. But I, I, I think it's I think it's gonna be Kaprizov. I think it's gonna be everything we thought so and and if anything, it's gonna be him and Fiala that are gonna really propel the wild into the next step if they're going to take it. So I think it's gonna be Kaprizov. What do you got for me? We were raised with a stick and a pair of blades on the ice we cut our teeth. We took our knots in the penalty box. Our mother was a red. All right, my MVP. If if oh, you can Jesus. see this, I scratched one out. So I had one. I scratched it out. Okay. I had Cam Talbot. I had Cam Talbot. Okay. And I thought if this team is going to go anywhere, Cam Talbot is going to have to play great, and he is. Don't get me wrong. Okay. But then I thought. Can I really do this? Like MVP of this team? Mm-hmm. Really be Cam it's Talbot? Tough. Right. I scratched it out. Okay. I couldn't follow That's through okay. on it. That's okay. My wild MVP. Okay. And I'm challenging him. And it's not your guy, Kaprizov, but it's a guy that I think Kaprizov is going to push from a standpoint of if you can do that, I can do it better. Uh, yeah. Kevin Fiala. Right. Okay. But here's part of why I'm doing this. The most important thing to me is. From February on, basically of last year, Kevin Fiala showed us who he can be, which is nothing short of a superstar. Yeah. he. I mean, that was the stuff he did was superstar stuff. Yep. But then I got to thinking, and I thought to myself, Judd, <laughs> Judd, can he be? It's, it's not that he doesn't have the skill set, because yeah. we saw the skill set. It's does he have the ability to find the consistency to be that player almost every night? Because it's going, there's going to, to be games, I'm sure, where they don't go great. But, you know, it's a 56-game season, which I believe is about two-thirds of the ordinary schedule, okay? So you've got a chance here where games on opening night are going to be incredibly important, and every point since you're playing in the division is going to be incredibly important. So the opportunity to take nights off really should not exist much, if at all, right? Yep. Kevin Fiala yeah. to me. So I am challenging him. Kevin. <laughs> show us what you did starting in February is you. Okay. Because if that's you, your guy, Paul Fenton, robbed the Predators. Yes. Just robbed him blind. I still, I, I still think he robbed did. Robbed him blind. I still think he did. Some people don't think that. But Kevin, Kevin Fiala to me in 2021 with what he showed us, and, and you know, pre-Kaprizov, keep in mind that the guy that we saw before the COVID shutdown last year 
was singly the most talented wild player since Gabrick. Easily. Like, just, yeah. Not, Easily. Not even close. Not even close. Keep that up. Okay. Show it again. And watch what Kaprizov potentially does and say, okay, brother, I'll show you. So, okay. Can we, can we, can we just, uh, on your, can we just, like, if top, I know you had top rookie on here. Can we just say it's Kaprizov? Like, is there really another option? No, you said top no, rookie. Can we just, no, can we just skip over that? I meant to, I meant to check with you. Kaprizov is fine. Because you and I don't compare He better notes. be. Yeah. He better be the right. top rookie. Right. Okay, so next one. Yeah, this is a fun one. Biggest overachiever or rebound yeah. from 2019-20 on the wild roster is so for me the overachiever when I'm not I'm not going to take what he did last year as in like he played poorly I'm looking at who's going to overachieve who's going to who's going to take another step forward it's not it's not that it's you were all doing interpretation thing, right? my man all in how you want to interpret it for me it's Joel Erickson Eck Eck is going to be my biggest overachiever I think finally not only is he a pest and not only is he a very integral part to what the wild need to do to shut down an opposing line He's a very good penalty killer. Mm-hmm. I think eventually this kid's going to figure out a way to score some goals. I'm not saying he's going to be a 15 to 20 goal kind of guy yet, but I think he's going to start having a little bit more offense I to like his it. game. And like if anyone, I'd rather, you know what? I'd rather see if someone was, if, if, because I think the two obvious answers, and I'm pretty sure yours is probably Jordan Greenway. But if those are, those are two dudes who are now lunch together, mm-hmm. and both of them need to, need to prove to say that they can take the next step. So, Greenway, yes, it'd be nice, but if Eck takes the next step, especially offensively, and we've been looking for a GD center for he, how long? He bumps up to, to second line immediately then because Benino can bump down. My opinion, it, Joel Erickson Eck hitting through a glass ceiling, his his ceiling is higher than Jordan Greenway's is. Jordan Greenway is a nice power forward, right? But, but his like, ceiling is not top line. Correct. It's second line. Sure. But if he and Benino can switch places mm-hmm. because of what you just said, mm-hmm. that's ideal. Yep. So I think for me, okay. I have Eck as my biggest overachiever. Okay. Mine is not Greenway because I don't know there. Mine is is Matthew Dumba. Oh. Who I think who okay. who who did not have a, a technically what I would call a bad 2019-20 season, mm-hmm. but he had a tough one. Yep. He shot a ton and nothing went went in. He, he was essentially snake bit. Those pucks to me are going to at some point in time now, and and he is what he is, two years past the uh, past the uh, in, injury that he suffered against Calgary. Is that right? Yeah. So he's now past that by a, a lot. I think that took a lot of time to heal as well. So all of that being said, I think he is going to come back and have a year that either gets Bill Guerin to say I can't trade him, or. Or gets the Wild a definitive number one center. One of those two. I like that. Um, but I like the kid. I think he. I think he works hard. I think he's grown up a ton, mm-hmm. and I think that he definitely was snake bit last season. Uh, I think that he comes back now, and I, he doesn't go on the goal scoring pace that he was before he, he got hurt in the fight against Kachuk. But I do think that he gets to a goal scoring pace where it's impressive and makes the Wild think long and hard about dealing him mm. uh, because it, yeah. offensively, if offensively, if he goes back to being the player that, that he looked like before he got hurt, Declan, yeah. that's a dynamic offensive defenseman. Absolutely. So, um, I, okay. Matt Dumba, biggest disappointment 
Judd, you're, you're not going to want to hear this, I think, because you, you pegged him to be your assist leader. I think Marcus Johansson is going to be the biggest disappointment on this oh, team. Oh, this was your hot take. This was my hotter, my little more, bit warmer of a take. Okay. Um, I, I, he was fun. Like, he was a fun guy in, in Washington. All right, he scored some goals. He looked good. Yeah, he's, he's a good winger. Yeah, he's a good winger. He's not a good center, really. And, look, he was playing for the Devils and the Buffalo I like to call them the Sabres, the Sabres for the last two, three years, who are putrid organizations right now. This Buffalo might be more intriguing this year, but just regardless, Taylor Hall. the last two years, those two franchises have been in the bottom five of sure. every major category and just general interest. Sure, He's only scored 22 goals in his last 118 games. 22, that's it. I, I don't want this to happen. I want him to take the next step. I would love to see him be the player he was in Washington. I just don't know if he fits here. I just don't know. So I think he's going to end up being the biggest disappointment for the Wild. I think if he's left, a, I think if he's a left to his own devices at the wing, he might be fine. Not great, but fine. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, I think that they are going to feel the pressure to put him at center, and then I've got question marks. Yeah, that one makes sense. Yeah, look at the little banner we got on. I just did some minor production. I mean, you see that little banner on the top of the left screen there? Judd's Hockey Show. The Where YouTube it's green? Mark, the Spotify. Huh? Oh you wow! Like that, huh? Oh, if you're watching this, that is. That is technology, right my man. That's some next level production. All right. Biggest disappointment for me is I immediately wrote down Victor Rask, of course. Right. Oh, yeah. But I don't count that. Yeah. Because, of course, he is. Of course, he's going to be. Mine, second consecutive year, Matt Zuccarello. Well, Matt Zuccarello's mine. But he might not even like play. Oh, he'll play eventually. And he signed to that damn contract. Okay. I'll give you a third one. Okay. <laughs> I'll give you a third one, right. too. So Rask, automatic. Sure. Zuccarello with that uh, contract to me. Sure. And I just think it's more like With the cap hit though. that you incur yeah. is still a problem. Yeah. But my third one, unfor- unfortunately, I'm going to hold the Charlie Coyle rule against him. Jordan Greenway. Um, They've challenged him. But big guys, you can challenge them. It means nothing. Sometimes I don't know that telling a guy to lose weight and, and take his sport seriously works. Sure. See Wiggins, Andrew, <laughs> you know, so, but when you have to tell a, a kid, Hey, you've got skill. And by the way, throughout the course of your career until now, that skill has carried you a long way, but you know what? These guys are really good. Yeah. It always concerns me when when you have to conduct a come to Jesus meeting with a player like this, um, and a guy like Greenway to reach his ultimate here has to work his ass off. Yes, he does. Like it's not about his skill. Yes, he does. His skill his skill is important, but it's not the key. The key is, do you want it? Mm-hmm. Do you want Charlie Coyle? Right? Yeah. Like Charlie Coyle was not about skill. It was like, do you want this? And the answer most nights was, ah, I don't know, right? So, so all this Grask, Zuccarello, Greenway, because I have real questions. Okay. And the other thing is, if he gets off to to a good start, because he got a kick in his breezers after the uh, bubble play last year. Yeah. Does that mean ten games in that that kick in the breezers is still going to work? I don't know. I don't know. Best newcomer not named Kaprizov. How about that for a technicality? I like that. Who's your best newcomer, Declan, not named Kirill Kaprizov? I really like what Nick Benino I think is going to bring to this team. I, I think number one, he's a center, so that's a position of need. Um, 
he seems to have a lot of Felino in him, so he, he seems to be a guy who holds people accountable a little bit. Yep, which I, think I also Captain really type. really like. I think he's definitely Captain. Um, type. Yes, is he going to be a sexy offensive player? Probably not. Uh, but he he's been around the block a few times. He was on those Nashville Predators teams who were built a lot like the Wild, in my opinion. The, the way they they tried to peak, and I know they actually made a Stanley Cup final. But the way they at least were constructed, oh, they got Granlin too. I mean, yep. you got Granlin. You're yeah. good. Yeah, that's right. I think uh, Nick Benino. I'm really excited to see what he does. Yep. Um, he's a second line center by default right now, but in general, he's more of a third line guy. I'm excited to see what he does. I think Nick Benino is going to bring a lot to this team. Mine, because I think this is probably getting towards the end of his shots here. I think that this is probably one of the last ones that he's going to get to play a serious role on a good team. And he's got the skill to do it. And I don't know if he will, but he damn well should. Nick Bukestead. Sure. Nick Bukestead, uh, because of of various injuries last year, played in 13 games total with the Penguins, okay? But Bukestead, if you go back to his time with Panthers, he definitely has the ability to contribute. He is going to start off tomorrow night on Thursday night against the Kings, Declan, on the first line. You are giving him to his right, Kirill Kaprizov, okay? Who who has tons of skill, who needs who might need some help with direction, but I think in game on the ice is absolutely going to be fine. Yeah. Uh and damn good. And Parisi, who will work his ass off, is going to be on his left wing. This is a gift. Hmm. Like if if Bukestad signed with most teams, he'd probably be lucky to be a third line guy right now. The Wild is basically gifting him. First line center with two really good players and one incredibly skilled rookie. All right, who by the way is not is not a kid because if I'm not mistaken, Kaprizov is 23. Think about this: if Nick Bukesta does not thrive now, he never will. Yeah, it's it's kind of do or, it's kind of do or die for him at this point in his career. He had a very nice start in Florida. He's had some injuries from from concussions to back issues, which are obviously pretty significant for a hockey player. He's a big cat. I mean, six foot six. I mean, the guy is is humongous. I remember watching him at at the, at the U of M when I was at St. Cloud State. I qu- and, I uh, questioned his desire back then too. Yeah, that's and, the thing about it. He's going to have to bring it every night. So I, I'm ex- I think that's a very appropriate one. I'm excited. I'm excited to see if he can be a top line center because he. I mean, he really shouldn't be. But, no, no. But, on but this I mean, team, just with 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 yes. Fiala on his side and Prosby Parisi too. Yeah, that's. I mean, you, you're setting yourself up for success there, kid. I like it. So th- those are our. Uh, Wild predictions. Let's move on to our National Hockey League predictions now. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's start with this. Who in your mind, Declan, is going to lead the National Hockey League in goals in 2021? Ready for this one? Yeah, hell yeah. Okay. I'm going with Mika Zabinishad. Oh, the Rangers. I'm going with them. Recovering Recovering from COVID, I believe. 41 goals last year in 57 games for the Rangers. I mean, the dude was unbelievably talented. I mean, he was good in Ottawa. He was good in Ottawa. But ever since he's gotten to the Rangers, he's been just an elite player. Yes, he had COVID. I survived COVID. Um, I, I, it's a little bit different if you're a hockey player. I was going to say, it might wind you a, a little, little bit, bit more different. than it winded you, He, he shoots the puck a ton. Yep. Uh, shooting percentage a little high last year, 19%. Not really sustainable. Uh-oh. However, Uh-oh. the dude has a history of consistently shooting the puck. Last year, even la- even though the shooting percentage was high, Judd, mm-hmm. 3.65 shots per game mm-hmm. tells me the dude is just rifling shots. Yep. So I love this. So that means, if, on, if, if, if anything, if his shooting, if his shots per game dropped, but his conversion rate was higher, then you can say that, yes, regression is coming. But if he's pounding the net with 3.65 shots per game, yep. 
that tells me that, no, he's shooting at will and he's just he's converting them, which is good. I'm going with Mika. I like it. I think he's going to lead the league in goals. That's gutsy. That's it. It's 71 goals. That's, in his a, last, gutsy, like that's a gutsy games. prediction, Declan Goff. It is. But I, I, I think he's, he's going to lead the league in goals. I'm going to bore you much more than, than that. Okay, that's fine. You're boring. I'm not. Ovi, 32 goals. All right. He's still great. He's awesome. Yeah. Like, it's unbelievable. But, I mean, he, he doesn't age. No. I think I he's improving. I know. Like, how are you improving? You're not supposed to improve. This is it, hockey. It is pretty impressive, man. I mean, that shot is a howitzer still. Yes. And it can't be stopped. No. And on the power play, it's nuts. Who is your National Hockey League leader in points? The Art Ross Trophy. This one's the lame one, and I think we, we might be in unison here. Uh, I have Dreisaitl. I have Leon Dreisaitl. In, in points? points? Yeah. Oh, we don't, we don't yeah, agree. You led the league in points last year, 110 in 71 games. Um, I have another hot Oilers take that I'll bring to the fold here in, in a little bit. But oh, I, God. I, 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 <laughs> don't do it. I, Why are you doing that? I, I think uh, I think Dreisaitl ends up leading the league. That, actually, the, of all my NHL predictions. I thought you were going to say McDavid. If, if I, of all my NHL predictions, that this Dreisaitl one's probably the most like tame and normal one. I think Leon Dreisaitl leads the league in points. Art Ross Trophy does not go to Dreisaitl. It does not go to Connor McDavid. It goes to Nathan McKinnon. Okay. I think he's sitting on a huge year. Okay. I think he is. I think he finally gets it totally now. Yeah. He's matured. Yeah. He like a few years a ago, ton. he would just be sort of a punk at times. I agree with that. And did things where you're like, dude, you're so good. Don't do that. So I, I say that the league leader at points is going to be Nathan McKinnon. Be careful with uh, your love for the Colorado Avalanche. Those wild fans don't uh, don't love Colorado too much. Got to be careful with We them. are both, we, Declan, we are both big fans we of I like, our guy, fun. Gabriel. I, I don't Lannan understand. Scott, it's just like, the captain. It's honestly, honestly, and a little different fan base. How can you not like Colorado, here. man? They're so well built. Yeah. Like, I understand people that don't like the Packers, but like when the Packers are playing well, what's oh, wrong you're with a Packer that? fan. Yeah, I'm a Packer fan. I don't know. That's the thing. That's you, are, you are a pack. Except when they play the bike. Go, Pack, go! That's right. Hart Trophy MVP regular season goes to? I have Connor McDavid. I have McDavid winning the MVP. So I think Dreisaitl leads the league in points. I'm waiting for your hot Oilers take. Yeah, I can't I am wait. waiting for your hot <laughs> Oilers take. Uh, Connor McDavid, man. He's the best player in the, he's the best bleeping player in the league. He's the best yes. bleeping player in the world. So Connor McDavid definitely wins the MVP. He's the favorite, I think, to win it. So Connor McDavid, McJesus wins MVP. I am putting all of my eggs in the Avalanche basket. I'm of giving course. you Nathan McKinnon. Nathan McKinnon will win the Art Ross. He will win the Hart. He is sitting on the precipice of a monster 56 game season. I dig it. Nathan McKinnon, Wild fans. That's right. I said it. Public enemy number one in the X by the end of the season. Stanley Cup Finals matchup and champion. Okay. Here it is. Your Stanley Cup Finals matchup. I got, don't say the Oilers. Oilers. Like. The Edmonton Oilers are going to the Stanley Cup. Okay. They will play. It gets hotter. They will play the New York Islanders. They will play the New York Oilers. No, that makes more sense Islanders. than the Oilers. How <laughs> you the Oilers? Oilers, Islanders, Stanley Cup. Oilers, Islers, Stanley Cup. This is going to be a weird year. Weird things are going to happen. This is a rematch from 80, what, 83, yeah. 84, 84, yeah. 85? Is that right? I think NHL diehards, NHL diehards would love this. Billy Badlin, Billy Smith. The TV execs. Uh, I think actually they might not mind. No, nah, they don't want Edmonton. They don't want Edmonton. New York would obviously be ideal for the executives. Fine, but they just don't want the Oilers. Um, I think the Islanders make a run. I'm really I'm really curious what the Islanders do. They're, they Barry are Trotz my, is a great coach, Yeah, man. I love Trotz. Um, I know, you know. 
I love that team. Far, you know, I, I love how they're built. I'm with you on them. I think the I'm Islanders are going to make a run, with you man. On them. The Oilers, though, I can't, I can't pick them because their defense is still always so damn suspect. Sure. I get that. That blue line, I mean, I don't know. The goaltending, I guess, should be improved. I have the Isles winning the cup. That's who I am. Wow. I have the Isles winning the cup over the Oilers. It's going to be a weird, weird First situation. First cup since they, they won four consecutive yeah. in the 80s. Wowza. I, 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 like you said, I think they're built super I built, they're built really nicely. Obviously, um, you know, they have great depth down the middle in Lee and Brock Nelson. Barzell's worth the price of admission. You know, Varlamov, not your best goalie to have there. But I think what Trotz is able to do, creating a system for him to be successful, I, I, I like what they do. Maybe they buy a goalie at the deadline. Maybe they, maybe they get one. Uh, but I think they have skill wow. up the middle. They have depth down low. I, I think the Islanders win the cup, but Judd. But Judd, your Con Smythe winner. Your Con Smythe winner yes. will be Connor McDavid. It'll be a, one of the rare instances where the opposing team, uh, the, the losing oh, team, wins you are, the Con Smythe. You're off your I'm, rocker. I'm going off the, I'm totally I'm going off the rails. I don't want to go lukewarm. I don't want to go lukewarm. No, you're not going lukewarm. No. Well, you're, going hot. you're going old takes exposed. I'm going hot. That's fine. That's fine. I, I get old wow. takes exposed. Wow. So Oilers, Isle Stanley Cup, New York wins it, and McJesus is your Con Smythe winner, have, putting on a show in a seven-game series. So it, it does go the full seven? Go, it has to go the seven. It has All to right. go the full seven. All there right. you go. Give me yours. Give me your give me your lukewarm Stanley Wild Cup. Wild fans are going to hate this. Oh, yeah. I'm going to give you a Stanley Cup Finals you are going to absolutely hate. You might not watch it. You'll be so pissed off. <clears throat> From the East. The East. Coming from the East. The East. Coming from the East Division. That's right. Which will be which will be the group of death as far as the 2021 <laughs> season is concerned. The group of de- yeah, it is. It is it's a group of death. of death. It is. It's a gauntlet. Chuck Fletcher's Philadelphia Flyers. Oh, I like it. I, I almost I like had Philadelphia them. a lot. Yep, me too. I like Philadelphia a lot. I like that. Mike like Yo on the bench still, I believe. Yeah. Assistant coach. Yeah. That's right. Coming from the West. Yeah. Coming from the West. If you didn't see it already, if you didn't figure it out from my previous elections, <laughs> the Colorado Avalanche. So it's going to be Fletcher and the Flyers against Landeskog, McKinnon, and the Avs. And, right. the, and the Consmyth Trophy will not go to the Art Ross Trophy winner, Nathan McKinnon. Oh. The Consmyth tro- Trophy will go to Kale McCarr. All right. Who is a dynamic, special like player? He is. He's who really will drive? Good. Who will drive the offense from the blue line? Yes. Colorado totally over the do. Flyers. I'll say in six. In fact, I'll write that six. down right now. Write that down. I'll say in six right now. Write that down. You like writing things down. I do. And Kale McCarr wins the MVP of the playoffs. I All like right. that man. All right, let's wrap up here with uh, some rapid-fire predictions okay. on individual NHL hardware sure. postseason. So I have, for the Norris, mm-hmm. I have, I'll, 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 be one, I'll be like you. I'll be like one of the, you got, your guys that you, you've been talking about all day, Cal McCarr. Yep. I think Cal McCarr wins the Norris. I've got I, him, too. I, he's, he's a dynamic defenseman. I think he's, uh, he's damn good. He wins the Norris for me. I've got him, too. For, uh, I'll, I'll run through mine here yep. quick, actually. I'll just go through mine, then you go through yours. Yep. Vesna. Yep. I have Rob Leonard. I think Rob Leonard has another big year for the for the Vegas Golden Knights. Interesting. I, I, I like what I, he's so he's comfortable now, and he's obviously been through hell literally. And does Flurry um, play for them then? I don't know, dude. What's Flurry's role? I don't there? get that. That's a weird. Get, that's you know there was there was talk the Wild were possibly gotta be interested. uncomfortable. Yeah, um, but, I, yeah. But I think Leonard wins wins Vesna. Okay. 
All right, your Calder Trophy winner. It's not Kaprizov, actually. I think I can get this last name because I wrote down the pronunciation. Yep. It's the New York Rangers goalie, Igor Shisturkin. Yes, he's very good. He's so very my, my good. My reasoning here is goalies can literally dictate the success of their team. And the Rangers might be really good. And the Rangers good. might be good. Yep. That's it. They're in the division of death. But if the Rangers make the playoffs and make a make a decent little run, gonna, yeah, it's a good one. He's uh, gonna he's gonna be probably the sole reason that happens. Yes, and he's going to be. He's I th- gonna be the product of yeah. that success. Yep. I think he's your odds-on favorite to win the Calder. I like it. Jack Adams, Barry Trotz, obviously with the Islanders winning the Stanley Cup. I mean, that's just you already British should have known that after I gave my main insane hot take. Mm-hmm. So Trotz is your Jack Adams guy, and finally your first coach fired. One of our favorite preseason Judd's hockey show topics. We always do this one. I love this one. Going with Mike Sullivan in the Pittsburgh. Okay, I think I think Pittsburgh is in trouble. I oh think yeah, they are in trouble. And the heat is. If you're on. a Wild fan, that's fantastic. That is good news because you've got their first round pick, no matter what they do. Yes, that is good news. So those are my okay NHL season awards. Okay, mine Norris. We're in lockstep. Okay, there are some good young defensemen. Um, Hughes in yeah. Vancouver is fantastic, but I think Kale McCarr is a dynamic player. On a really good team, mm-hmm. good combination. Kale McCarr wins wins the Norris, and I will say this: I think he wins it for the first time, but not the last time. That's right. I, I think like he's going to win it a few times. <laughs> I, I like think that. he's that good. Vesna, I do not have your guy. I have instead my Stanley Cup finalist from the Eastern Division. Their starting goaltender, Carter Hart. He's very. He's good. He he's legit. Good. He's legit. He's going to drive them as far as being their. Goaltender, I think the majority of the time now. Yeah. Carter Hart wins the Vesna as the top goaltender. The Calder, this is a little bit of a weird one, but but I saw this kid play in the junior tournament and he was great for Germany. And he's gonna play for the Senators, which is going to hurt him, but they <laughs> also need help. So I think he's going to be key. Okay. Tim Stutzel. So I think he is going to win the Calder. I mean, it's the nicest way. Who's he playing for? Senators. Senators. The yes. Senators. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Senators. Um, Boy. Yeah, I think he is going to, to – he might get buried a bit because of where he's playing and the fact that I think they're the only team in that Canadian division without a chance to make the playoffs. But I think statistically he's going to be good. So Tim Stutzel wins the Calder as the top rookie. Jack Adams, I'm going with – I'm not going with Jared Bednar – with Colorado because okay. I think Colorado is going They're to be so be good that it's going to be held against him. Not okay. fair. Right. But, you. but you rarely see a team that's supposed to be successful, be successful. And then that guy wins coach of the year. Mm-hmm. So my Jack Adams award winner for 2021, Rod Brindamore in Carolina. I like that. One. I think, I, I think I Carolina's going to be good. I thought about that one. Actually, yes. I think they're going to be good. I think he's a really good coach. Yeah. And, and, sure. The expectation is that they're going to be good, but I don't think it's that they're going to be great. So he falls into a really good place where if they're as successful as people think that they should be, he's going to get credit. I think Bednar is probably not going to get enough credit with the Avs because if they're good, of course they're good. They're a favorite. So I'm going to go with Rod Brindamore, Carolina. I like that list, man. And then first coach fired. I'm with you completely. Yeah, right. It's Sullivan. It has to I, be. I think I, if I'm not mistaken, when they got done with the bubble, I think they, I think the GM there, Rutherford, yeah. fired a couple of Sullivan's assistants and, and his boys, his his guys, and basically brought in new assistant coaches. But it was a GM doing it to the coach, right? Like to me, that's the step before you basically say, 
oh, Mike, it's been fun, but you're gone now too. And I don't know. So I think you're right. I don't know what uh, what the situation is in that locker room. You know, Sid doesn't seem Zucker's like Zucker's the there, so don't worry about it. He's got it. He's got it perfect. Yeah, I, I, Jason's got it handled. Okay. Okay. I got you. Yeah, I don't know, but I think that they are going to. I don't think they're going to be a playoff team in that division. They're in the East. Yeah. That's going to be really tough. So I think that they're going to, they might be the four, but I'm not going to be shocked if they're five or six because that division is just so stacked. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Uh, so yes, Mike Sullivan, the first yeah, guy I, out the door. I wouldn't be shocked. I'm curious too, Dex in, in a 56 game, pretty much you're playing constantly season. How, how many in co- in season coaching changes do you expect? Because there could be a pretty good case made yeah. that it's going to be tough because you're you like play on Monday, then you're off on Tuesday, then you play on Wednesday. So there's not going to be there, there's no bye week now. So there's not I don't know that there's going to be time to make substantial coaching changes and get things to a place where the new guy can step in and have a pretty good chance to be successful. Yeah, yeah, I. It's going to be interesting with because the heat's just going to be on because it's basically a sprint. Right, but are you going to fire there. people? Is my question. Yeah, that's like that, you're that's, right. I think another one to watch too, especially because there's there's this turmoil with what's with 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 what's going on in the in in the locker room. Uh, I, I think Paul Maurice in Winnipeg's possibly in trouble too. I've been saying that for four years. Right. Every right. year I say he's got to be in trouble. Yeah, with Line A kind of throwing. I'll give a you one. Fit. Okay, I'll, I'll give you one because their division's tough and expectations are high. Montreal. Yeah, that's a tough. Yeah, I can see that. That's a that's that uh, Canadian division is going to be difficult, and I think that there's an expectation that it's going to be the Habs and Leafs. Yep, duking it out for first place there. And I'm not positive. I'm not positive all the the new pieces in Montreal are going to gel as quickly as people think. So I would not be surprised if they made a change. But again, I just go back to I can't get my head around how quickly changes are going to be made. Um, because if you do it, it's not like there's, Hey, three days off. Yeah. So, all, all right. right. I like Judd's it. hockey show predictions wow. for uh, the 2021 season, which starts tonight as we record this on Wednesday and then the wild on Thursday at nine o'clock against the Kings. And before you complain about that, ladies and gentlemen, I remind you the wild has been put into one of, if not the weakest division in hockey. Final score prediction for tomorrow for the opening night, I should say. Bad radio there. Four to two, empty net goal, wild wins. Okay, I will go three to one. No empty net goal. Cam Talbot makes, you know, 35 saves or so. Kaprizov score? Kaprizov, yeah, I think Kaprizov scores. I'll go with, uh, you know what, I'll go with a power play goal to start the game. Five? Jared Spurgeon. How about that? You're all, all on the Spurgeon How about that? train there. I love it. All right, we're done, Dex. Fast shoot score. He knows he once ate an entire sheet cake. He knows your selfie life isn't your real life. He knows what goes down on the DMs. Shouldn't you know your dog better? Now you can learn his inner secrets with Embark, the highest-rated dog DNA test. Unlocking over 350 breeds and screening for over 215 genetic health risks. Go to EmbarkVet.com and use promo code DNA, that's DNA, to get $60 off an Embark Breed and Health Kit or Purebred Kit with free shipping. That's promo code DNA to save today.